Hello and welcome to hey. another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. My name is Victor. I'm here with Mike the Bear. I just like saying the bear. It's fun, man. <laughs> I know. I can't help it. So we are on to, this is going to be our sixth episode. Yeah. Which means we are five weeks into my journey into finding my fit, getting in the shape at the age of 40. Um, we're going to give you the update here in a second. We've got some cool stuff to talk about today. Um, I found a new source of protein that I really like that I'm going to oh, tell you about, Mike. Oh, shit. Okay. I want to talk to you about it. I'm excited uh, to hear about it. It's new and exciting for me, and I think I'm going to eat a lot more of it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so tease you with that a little bit of that. So we're going to go through that. <clears throat> I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the struggles that I've had this week. They feel like they've got they've been a little bit rougher this week. I know okay. I talked about last okay. week how I feel like I'm settling in. I feel like those struggles are getting. I don't want to say more intense. That seems a it, little. It'll be cyclical. Like, yeah, it's going to come and go. But this week was even a little bit more struggly than last week. Um. There was also some positives to it, and uh, I want to talk about some other stuff this week, but uh, before we get into any of that stuff, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah? Doing great. Welcome back. Thank you very much. I was on yeah. the road for, for seven days, visiting family and friends and, you know, exploring the world, because the I can do world. that now. I'm a digital nomad. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. You had fun? Had a good yeah, time? Yeah, I had a really good time. Yeah, good, man. That's good to hear. Well, now you're back in the reality. I am. We I are am. going to talk about some stuff today. God, I love stuff so it's much. Nice to see your face in person again. Flatterer. Yours as well? Yeah. Well, was, we talked about last time. Mine's covered with a beard, so you're good. <laughs> good. Um, this week, my weigh-in was 132.8, which means I lost almost a pound and a half from last week. Correct. Uh, I did How do you not, feel about that? You know, like I said last week, I'm kind of getting more comfortable with the eating side of it. Right. There's a couple days here and there where I'm just like, screw it, and I'll just eat. And like I've gone over a couple times pretty significantly. 500, I think, is the worst that I've gone over. 500 right. So that's, again, that's not even significant. It's like, I mean, it feels significant. feels like it is, yeah. It, yeah. But... I've also really adjusted what I'm eating and how I'm eating, and I'm I don't feel like I'm missing a whole lot. There's things that I've done that have really supplemented and made a big difference. Like I keep I can't say enough about those Fit Crunch bars. Right, oh, they they're delicious, are absolutely delicious. Yep. Which I just made you try one of the new flavors. Yeah, the PB and J. Yeah. See. Oh my god, it's so good. I know. <laughs> so they're really good. So that has really helped me with. When I want to eat junk food, I just eat that. And I'm actually eating a protein bar. Yeah. But it feels like junk food. It's yeah. the only protein bar that I've had that I, feels like the, junk food. The psychology of, of food and taste and everything is, is huge. So if you find a way to kind of, I don't know, cheat the system there, then fantastic. Yeah. And that, that has really helped me with that. And I've, I'm diving into stuff that I, I, I've always enjoyed and I like. But I've just never ate in the quantities that I'm eating right. them, and that's keeping me away from other stuff that I also enjoy. But I don't feel like I'm missing out on that because I'm still not, I'm not hungry, right? Per se. Yeah, so that's huge. The so the diet thing has still been. I've been really kind of feel like when even when I I'm feeling down and out and like just 
not motivated. I've really kind of kind of held my hat on, all right, we'll just eat better, eat better. Right. Your food awareness is still up even in those moments. Yeah, that's what I feel like I've I've been able to be as we had alluded or what was the word you used? Like discipline that we talked about yep. that last week. Yep. Uh and that's what I've been able to be the most I feel disciplined on has been the food intake. But down a pound and a half. I'm excited about that. Good. Um I changed things a little bit this week again. I didn't so last week I didn't get to go to the gym twice. I only did one workout at right. the gym. And this week the gym is I've I feel like I'm losing motivation for the gym. And I know we talked about it, you don't like that term motivation, but No, I mean the the term motivation is a valid term. It's not the term I dislike. It's it's too much focus on the motivation and forgetting that there is a discipline factor. So I've I've had to try and stick on the discipline yep. of going to the gym and but I feel like I'm lacking on that discipline okay. and that, that the getting myself into the gym is feeling tougher. I just have these moments like where I it feels great to go. I've had a couple of those where I'm like, "Oh, I'm so excited and I get in and I feel great to do my workout." And then I've had other times where I don't know. I just go in, and there's these guys that are just jacked, moving around <laughs> muscle and right. moving around weight, and using their muscle to move around weight, not moving around. I guess their muscles are moving as well. They do move a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They don't change location per se. No, but, yeah. no, that would be weird. Yeah. Um, but they're lifting these big heavy weights, and they're grunting, and and that's it's intimidating. Yeah. No, I, I get that, and it's that whole comparison factor. Um. But if you were to watch them for, you know, a few months, you'd see that they're not really changing much. The average person who's in there just moving around or maybe already be jacked, they're changing things in like micro doses because that's as fast as you can make changes at that point. Whereas you are working much more rapidly towards the goal that you're shooting for. So it's just there's different ways of, of kind of looking at it. And if you were also pay attention, they're not really paying attention to you. So you're the only one focused on what other people may or may not be thinking of you, focused on where you feel like you should be when you're not at this point. It's just you're you're really in your own little bubble in the gym. You need to stay protected in your own little bubble psychologically. I mean, I don't even feel like I'm being judged per se. Okay. Because... Um, I don't know, like, because on the flip side, so I work out at the Y. Yep. I go to the Y is the gym that I use. And like I said, there's a bunch of dudes that are just jacked and yeah. lifting and big heavy weights and stuff like that. And I don't feel like they're necessarily judging me, but I just I'm, like feel like I'm in the way or I, I just feel like a noob so right. bad that I don't know what I'm doing and I don't like... I don't want to do something, make a gym faux pas and do something that they're all like, why would you do that kind of deal? I don't know. That's what I, I think about. I would love to see the maneuver that would cause that reaction from somebody. So Have now- you not seen the videos online of people working out and doing the most ridiculous workouts? I don't want to be that guy. No. I, yeah, but some of those, I've, you know, the one that comes to mind is the person who goes upside down on the decline sit-up bench to do like almost handstand push-ups. I'm like, are you, you can just be... Yeah. All types of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to make that mistake, okay? These are a special breed of human that are making those kinds of mistakes. Well, I mean, also, the only ones that I'm – workouts that I'm doing or the moves that I'm doing are ones that you have put in my plan. True. That have videos in them to show you what to do. Right. So So, if if you feel like I have, like, 
installed a few traps into that mix, then maybe that's why you're concerned. <laughs> but I don't program the uh, Jim Fopas into the program, so you, you should be safe. <laughs> oh, man, that would be so brutal. <laughs> and I'd know exactly when you were going to be at the gym on that day, so I would get film of it yeah, happening. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that would be... N- no, 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 no. I don't sabotage clients. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although that would be pretty humor- humorous, and I would applaud your effort at the end of the day. I would. I'd be like, this seems weird, but Mike put it in the workout, so I'm going to do it. I don't know why I have to move this with my mouth and turn my head this way. It's weird. Um, you don't know the body like I do. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. So... But that's what I feel like. Like, I don't want to make a, some sort of weird gym faux pas. So, so where does wanna... that come from then? If you're not judging yourself even, what do you – where's where's that major concern coming from? What's the worst case scenario if you did happen to dig into a gym faux pas? I, feel like I don't know. I, I don't know. That, and that's my Especially point. Especially because you're, – You're creating almost a, a fear or a negative emotion around something that has no basis whatsoever. Like it's a public environment, essentially. You can go in there. Everybody gets their own space. And if you're on a machine or a bench or whatever, like that's yours for the time being. That's that's gym etiquette. And everybody in there knows it at that point. Part of it, I guess, for me, too, is like I just don't want to because, yes, most people at, on a whole, I would love to believe are good, wholesome, nice people. Sure. But there are lots of assholes. Oh, yeah. And I just don't want to run into an asshole. At, maybe that's what it is. It's a fear okay. of running right. into an asshole. And I don't want to run into an asshole who's, like, giving me shit over, like, I'd use the machine wrong or get out of their way or something like that. Because right. I'm also, I tend to, I don't want to partake in fighting or anything physical. Right. But I also will not stand down. No, absolutely. Kind of deal. Like I'm that guy. And so I don't I don't seek it out, but I'm also I will stand my ground and be of like, course. Look, Jabroni. Yeah. Yeah. Good that's word. a good one. Jabroni. <laughs> I was gonna curse it in case my mom I know was you were. I'm I sorry, mom. Get there I'm soon. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. But <laughs> No, actually that's that's part of my service though. Like you have to get an uninterrupted workout and then I live five minutes from there. So if the asshole shows up, <laughs> you call me and I Fair. will heckle him through his whole workout. <laughs> I will do the fighting if need Sweet. be. Yes, Sweet. I need you to get through your workout I didn't know first. That was some part of the package. You, you didn't right? read the fine print. I didn't. <laughs> but I guess maybe that's part of what I'm worried about okay. is that All there's right. gonna be some sort of jerk and in the process. Although I go in there and because it is the why, I'm sure I'll I haven't spent a lot of time in a lot of gyms, but because of the why, there's people of all ages. There are. There's men and women in like their 60s and 70s who are in the gym lifting weights and trying to get themselves in the shape. Yep. And I applaud that, by the way. Oh, absolutely. That was actually really motivating a couple of times where I was like, good for you. I, I'm i going to take advantage of the fact that, yes, I'm 40. I just turned 40. Yeah. That's the whole premise of why we're doing this is because I decided 40, I got to make a change now. But in the grand scheme of that, I guess it's still pretty young. Like, I have a, a bunch of good, solid years ahead of me. Oh, where my I God, suppose yeah. that I feel like when you're in your 70s doing that, you're just... I mean, you still have a bunch of solid years, but not the same kind of solid, I guess. True. Was I mean, you, you will be creating more years by being in there as, yeah, as a 7-year-old. But if you can set that foundation at... The, that still very young age that you are. Yeah. You know, when you're in your teens, you're 20s, that you're or even 30s. I've got, that, I'm older than you, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 40 is not old. I thought it was when I was in my 20s, maybe even digging into my 30s, but I, I feel phenomenal at 41. So, 
you know, it's so cliche to say age is just a number, but it, it's just a number if you make it just a number. So taking care of yourself and rewinding that clock and making sure that you age well, resistance training is, is the fountain of youth as far as that goes. And you can still gain a good amount of muscle mass and strength even pushing into your 60s and 70s and even 80s. It's, it's insane, the, the studies that they've done on how well people age when, when taking care of themselves. So that's, like I said, that was really motivating. Good. And it, it, that does help. But you don't see those people before you get to the gym. And so right. in my head, I still have like, I'm like Ugh, I just don't want to deal with people. I just don't want to have to, if I see somebody like, I don't know. It, yeah, it's always worse in your head, though, is, oh, is the totally hysterical is. thing. And I, I you know, usually think about that process when I start doing my cold tub after I haven't done it for a few weeks. The anxiety goes up. You know it's going to suck. Like, and it's just like that first 45 to 60 seconds sucks. And then you, you hit your kind of zone. And then when you do it a, a few days in a row, the anxiety goes away. So it, it is that kind of consistency and, and building in comfort for the process you know, that does end up sticking with you. So, yeah, trying to stay disciplined, but it's hard. It, it's hard. It is and hard. And the, the discipline has been tougher, even tougher this week. So what I did differently, because I thought about it this week, was I did the first one at the, at the gym, and I was just really struggling with motivation and discipline to, to work out again. I had a time set, and I was like, I got to go. And then I screwed around either on my phone or did... I have so much other work that I need to get done yep. that I, I could yep. I, I got lost in some other stuff that I didn't necessarily have to do at that moment, but it has to get done. And I was like, oh, I don't have time now for this to run over there. And that's always what I kind of lean on as my excuse Yep. is, oh, now I just don't have time to get over to there. So, but I thought about it for a second and I went, oh, wait a minute. We, you created those at-home workouts for yes, me. Yes, I did. So I subbed one this week, an at-home workout in... Still feel like I worked out the two workouts. You did. And it was easier to be disciplined at home with it this week. Now, I'm going to still try and push myself to get to the gym. I actually really want to try. I have yet to try a squat at the gym. Okay. All right. Every For some reason, that workout is always... The second workout has been the one that's tough for me. The right. early well, week, in you the had that, that shoulder tightness as well. So. so the first time I... The first squats that I did with... I tried to do with the bar, my shoulder was messed up. Yep. But I, I went to... Uh, I have a massage therapist that I go to, and he unlocked my shoulder. Good. So I didn't yep. tell you that. So this is past week I went, and he unlocked it, and I have almost all my full range Fantastic. of motion back in this right. shoulder again. So I want to try and do an actual squat. I have yet to do an actual... I've done squats during the workout, but not with the bar and the weight. Right. I haven't done any of those with with that yet. So I want to try that, but it seems the second workout is the one that I have tough... That I find tough squeezing in or just getting motivated for. Right. The early in the week, it's like, oh, it's a new week. And I go out and I do the workout. I'm like, all right, cool. I did my workout. And then it's later in the week, I'm tired from a week, and yeah. I am having struggles with being motivated. So for me, the the what worked for me this week, because I just wanted to keep, I don't know, I didn't want to lose everything. And I felt that's what happened to me last week. I didn't get a chance, I literally had zero time last right. week. And didn't get in a workout at all. Didn't even think about the home workouts at that point. But this week I thought about that, and so I subbed in that home workout. And still was able to work out yep. and still got some stuff in. In fact, 
I got my wife to do some of the stuff with me because I was really? here. So she came and did a couple of the moves with me. Okay. I showed her some with the, we did the resist, pulled out the resistance bands and she did a couple of the moves with me with the resistance bands and my two-year-old son. Get out of here. Mimicked us. I gave him one Fantastic. of the. Re- I mean, the resistance bands are as big as he is. Of course. So he doesn't really even. It wasn't like he was doing actually, but he was trying and he was doing. We were doing the one-legged squats. Yep. With the resistance bands, where we stand on it, and he was standing on it and holding it up and following along Fantastic. with us. Fantastic. And it really made me excited to the fact that I I might do my second workout at home more consistently yeah. for now. Because you're showing your children yeah, a, a healthy lifestyle right really off the bat. Yeah. Pre- and the fact that my wife did a couple moves with me, yep. that it was, that was really That's impactful. Was nice. That's it awesome. It was impactful. Yeah. That's a great word. Yeah. It was really impactful. It, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say it was motivated, but yeah, it was really impactful. It was really kind of an awesome moment. I'm yeah. standing there doing the workout, which working out stinks. It's it's tough. Working out is, is yeah. hard. And... I was doing the workout, but they were with me, and just watching my son do it was just awesome. I'm hoping I can set him up with better, so he never has to go through the struggle yep. that I went yep. through of gaining all this weight and getting to that point that he just has this kind of ingrained that he eats healthier. My kids eat way better than I ever did. Right. I mean, I grew up in the 80s where they came out with all those sugary cereals that were supposedly a part of a balanced breakfast and we're eating <laughs> sugar cereal. Yeah. I mean, I ate a box of cereal yesterday, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like a whole box? A whole box, yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> what kind of cereal was it? It was, uh, oh, crap, what was it called? It was something that mimicked the breakfast that uh, Will Ferrell made on Elf. So they tried to make a cereal out of that. And it's good, not great. But, yeah. of course, I still ate the whole box. I was going to say, apparently it was good enough that you got through an entire I, box. Yeah, that's not insane. It's not saying much. Yeah, like right. it's, it's a junk food. It's a cereal. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. So I, ha- you, I used to eat a lot of cereal, and I recently cut it out. Not, on, not necessarily even because of just the diet. Like I yeah. just stopped eating bowls of cereal um, at one point, and then now I've kind of switched over to doing those Quest Bars as a breakfast right. on the go. I was trying, I have a protein powder. So I, I talked about this, I think, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or last week. Or I, don't, I don't remember what it was. I talked about that almond protein from PB2 right. that I was using. And I, I can't get into the drinking of it because then I, I feel like I'm always hungry then throughout the day if I drink. You probably are going to be. Um, but there's so many things you can do with it. Like I, I said, I dry mix it into my uh, instant oatmeal and then I'll put the water in and make oatmeal. Or I'll make a I'll make a shake and use that instead of milk and pour that over cereal. Or you can get the uh, pancake mix that is just add water mix, mix protein in with that, and then put in enough water for the pancake mix in a bowl, mix it all up, and then microwave it on one minute burst. You have this protein cake at that point. So you don't have to just drink your protein. Well, yeah, hold on. It's bang. Stop. Rewind. Yeah. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> By the pancake mix that requires only adding water. So it's like a simple mix so to like make. So Bisquick or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah or yeah, Hungry yeah. Jack or whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yep. yeah, Then and mix then in, mix mix in your protein, dry, so it's all mixed up well. Okay. Put in the water, mix that up real well, and then you put in the microwave and just microwave on one-minute bursts until it's at like a good consistency. That's it. Okay, I mean, can you do it on a griddle just like a pancake then too? Yeah, you can do that. I, I 
yeah, I guess you could. I haven't done that with the the pancakes. I've just gone ultra simply. But yeah, you make yeah, protein were, pancakes like that. Yeah, they would just be protein pancakes. Yeah, you can also make protein pancakes with a uh, casein protein. You just mix five eggs per scoop of um, casein protein. Casein protein. Yeah. What is that? Man, have we not covered that? No. All right. Whey protein is is digested in about three to four ish hours, basically. Casein protein is a different process or a different. Um, it's at a different point of the process of making protein in general. And casein protein is acid resistant. So it kind of turns into a, a gel in the stomach once it goes in. Uh, I know it sounds super appetizing, but... Sounds like I don't want that in my you, body. You do, I do because it, it stays okay. in your stomach a little longer, makes you feel a little more full, and it's, it's digested at about the pr- uh, speed that food is processed, protein. So it'll stay consistently putting you know, amino acids in a bloodstream for upwards of like seven-ish hours. So you can make protein pudding with that. It's thicker. You put in some enough water, whip it so up how do with... So you just buy that like in a jar or It's like the same what? as like if you order your whey protein in a, a tub. You can get the same brand of protein, but get it in casein. And it just mixes thicker. So, you know, a couple scoops and put in enough water to, to mix it up with a fork-ish comes in the same consistency as pudding, but it's all protein. And then you can sprinkle in some chocolate chips or Reese's peanut butter chips to, to wait. So you have this nice protein that? dessert. Because I so casein, 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 casein. Everybody says it different. Yeah. It's C A S E I N. C A S E I N. Okay. Yep. Casein protein. All right. So where does that come from? What is casein? It's all milk based. It's all milk they're based. All milk Both, based. They're all milk yep. based. Yep, casein and whey. So if I have, I mean, I don't, but if I have a... Lactose intolerance? Yeah, does that affect you? For the most part, you have to be pretty sensitive for it to be an issue. Some people are do have sensitive stomachs for, for whey or, or casein because of the, the mild amount of lactose in it. But the, the processing turning from milk into the powder is... Um, very, very low la- amount of lactose that's actually in it. But if it does bother your stomach, you can get a hydrolyzed whey, which is an even further processed portion of it, which, you know, there's no lactose in it whatsoever. So people who have a hard time tolerating whey can j- often tolerate hydrolyzed whey. Okay, casein. I have to check that out. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. So talking about proteins, I discovered a new food that's really high in protein. You hinted at that. Lay it I on me. did. So, I have. You asked me. I told you before we started that I've discovered one, and you're like, "Wait, wait, is it chicken?" (laughs) (laughs) But it's chicken of the sea. Oh, tuna. Tuna. Yep. So I, I like tuna fish. I actually really, really enjoy tuna fish. Um, and I have bought before the albacore tuna because I heard it's better than the standard tuna, whatever. And I really enjoyed the albacore tuna. Well, one can is like 110 calories and has 27 grams of protein yeah. in it. Yep. I was blown away. So how, how did you eat it? Uh, so how I ate it, I see I like it a lot. So for me, right. it was easy. I just did, I made like essentially a salad. That's, that's um, I used to make those tuna salads all the time. That, that's but awesome. I, well, I mean, I just took, I took uh, uh, spinach and two cans of, the albacore tuna. Nice. And then I threw, what did I throw else on top of it? I threw something else with it and just ate it like that. And it was, and I felt full, like really full. Yeah. I usually only eat one can, but now I'm trying to get the, without trying to get my proteins up. And 
that was a way to keep calories down big time. For sure. So I was able to eat. I ate. A, I mean, I felt really full after, and I had it was like four hundred calories yeah. or something ridiculous. Yeah. It was like no calories, but I'd gotten like over fifty grams of protein, which is a quarter of my day. Yes, it is. Out of two cans. So I think I'm gonna do a lot more of the of tuna, okay. of the albacore right. tuna, because it really helped. So one of the struggles that we had talked about that I've I've been talking about is when I do cheat stuff like a pizza, a slice of pizza, right. or a couple beers or something like that, where I it's not you know ideal. It's hard to get my protein in for that day, right? It because I just run out of calories. They're yeah, and they're taking up the calories. Yeah, yep. it's taking up the calories, so I just don't get there on my protein. The fiber I've been able to do because I do those Quest bars, and uh, I've been trying to eat more broccoli, and I love avocados. Okay, what about fruit? oh, that's what I put on top—a whole avocado. Nice. Okay. So it was an entire avocado, two cans of um, tuna, tuna, and Spinach. I think it was like three or four ounces of, of spinach, and then I put balsamic vinegar on it. Love balsamic vinegar. Yeah. Yep. And it was delicious. Yep. It was awesome, and it was great. For those of you listening and don't, were like, well, that sounds like ridiculous crappy food, do something else with the tuna. <laughs> the tuna is such a, like, it, it was like this hidden gem. I, I felt, yeah. when I, after I ate, I was like, this is amazing. I actually have to go buy more because we ate it all. Um yeah, but everybody it, likes different things, but the, the point is you're you're continuing to try different things to see what's gonna be like a regular, you know, guest in your your you know dining lineup. I feel like if I really wanna cheat, I don't like using that word. I cheat, don't either. But, but yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, if I really wanna like I guess this goes into something else I was gonna say. So this past week we had a family get together. It was um my niece's to second birthday. She That's adorable. Two. Yeah. Nice. She is the cutest. Really? Happy <laughs> belated again, Tilly. Um, she is absolutely the cutest. She has this cute little teeny voice when she, when she says stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh. Like she sounds like a doll. It's, oh, it's so adorable. She's so cute. Anyway, we all got together and we had all gotten together the week before because it was actually her mom's birthday. Okay. Was the week before. That's when we went to Top Golf. Gotcha. Which at Top Golf, it was a little tough to eat. I ate French fries and did some stuff because it was at Top Golf. That doesn't sound tough. That sounds wonderful. It was really good. <laughs> Their fries were really good. And then, and we had a bunch of beers and you know we hung out. Good. And then this week, what was really a lot tougher for me was being with the family because we stayed at a house and just had a birthday party at right. the house. And there was just so much food. My family has this massive fear of running out of food at a party. <laughs> That's a very Italian thing as well. Like, I, I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're Mexican, and the Mexicans, I don't know, like, my grandmother has literally woken up from nightmares because they were at a party and they ran out of food. <laughs> like, it's like that ingrained. It's right. crazy. But, I mean, it just means they care and they want to feed people. Sure. And, you know. But there's always food around. So at a family function, I'm just used to continually I eating know, and continually I know. eating and continue and not even realizing really that you're doing it. You're just as soon as you're not stuffed anymore, you're like, oh, I could eat something else and just eat right. something else. And it's also good and it's homemade and mm -hmm. I, yeah, no, I, I get it. That's that's why I just don't visit my family. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Um, obviously I'm not going to do that. Right, right. And, uh, 
but uh, I mean, hey, more power to you if you can just not do that. But just parties in general, I feel like that's the idea. The food's just sitting around. It's just I, there. I found parties in general, while still difficult, is less difficult to me than when I'm legitimately visiting family. And that's the food I know. And that's my real comfort food. And those are my comfort people. And yeah. But but it's still difficult when you go to, to any kind of get together or party, and and that's the thing you either set yourself up ahead of time and don't stress about it, or you know you you mitigate damage and decide you're gonna only focus on protein and maybe taste and weigh some of the other little stuff. In which case, you literally just take a bite to get the taste of of that thing you wanted and toss the rest. Which sounds wasteful, and I get it, but you know that food's gonna go to waste anyway. So yeah, sure. Well, we had mac and cheese, which... I do love a good mac and cheese. It's so good. So good. (laughs) Mac and cheese is just so good. But literally eating mac and cheese makes it hard to do anything else. It's so high in calories that you eat some mac and cheese and it's like you... You might as well give up on... Not give up on the day. I know what you you mean. There's no way you can hit anything, any markers with it. Right. Well, not... And again, that's not at a deficit. So maybe that's the day that you eat up to maintenance calories. Yeah. Um, or maybe you make sure that it was a workout day and you go a few hundred calories over maintenance calories and then potentially put on a little bit of muscle for that day. So there's, there's multiple ways to make that a positive thing while still getting to go enjoy your life. I just – so I, I have been doing – again, we, I talked about this before. It wasn't originally intentionally, but now I use it intentionally. Sometimes I'll just have just a Quest bar for breakfast. Right. 200 calories, that's my whole breakfast. And I've kind of been pushing my breakfast back because I get up early with kids. Typically, we're getting up between around 7 a.m. But I'm not eating. The first thing I eat is until like 11. Right. You still doing your coffee mix up at that point? No, I stopped doing that because what I – that was pushing me way over. And it was hard. Like I was getting more protein because I did that that mix up. So I do that occasionally, the coffee thing. But I'm not doing it consistently anymore because I was struggling – to maintain calories. I felt like that right. whenever I did that, I felt like I was hungry then all day. And so that's that's why I found I like for myself is I'll either drink my coffee black or you know See, I don't really like coffee is the problem. I know, I know. Yeah. So or I'll use the protein powder, I'll make a shake. Like I, I for the most part I'll make a four scoop protein shake, hundred grams of, of protein and just make sure it's gone by the end of the day. I have a portion of that sitting in my fridge right now, but I use that for creamer. And so you're flavoring your coffee to whatever protein you get, which mine is vanilla ice cream. Makes the coffee damn delicious at yeah. that point. And so you start that process and you find that cravings aren't really creeping up. So my, my way of fighting cravings is either to, to get in a little bit of protein on the front end or to have eggs. Eggs seem to have that very satisfying cut all you know craving scenarios. I, I found in the middle of the day when I'm craving the junkiest of junk food – if I, I used to have hard-boiled eggs on hand. I'd have two or three oh. hard-boiled eggs and either dip that in balsamic vinegar or uh, put a little bit of mustard in there for, I just call that the poor man's deviled eggs, or lazy man's probably a better route for that, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. or just a little bit of hot sauce, one or the other. But the eggs themselves just immediately cut any craving that I had, and they're so good for you. I Every, like eggs. Yeah, everybody's eggs like, you know, don't eat the yolk. It's too much fat. It's got cholesterol. Well, dietary cholesterol has little to no effect on your overall cholesterol. And your body converts cholesterol into testosterone. So I recommend generally for most people to have three eggs on any given day. That's a good amount of eggs, a good amount of, of good dietary cholesterol, good vitamins in the yolks, um, you know, and a good fat source. I like eggs. So that's actually pretty easy. I, that's, yeah. If I do any more... Either I'm if I'm trying to really cut calorie and like not 
eat like I know I have a, a something that day. I'll just right. do the Quest bar. That and that's perfect. That's Lean protein, my, fruits and veggies on the front part of the day, and go on just enjoy yourself in the evening. That's kind of what I what I was doing for that. But if I do have breakfast, it's usually eggs. Yep, I'm a proponent of eggs. Eggs in a tortilla. With some salsa on it, some pico de gallo. Or yep. That's my breakfast of choice. Nice. I used to put a lot of cheese on it. I stopped doing the cheese. You can still put a little bit of cheese on there. Yeah. But again, if you're saving most of your calories for the end of your day and it's not really ruining your day, And I feel like if I put it. a little bit of cheese, you're not really tasting it anyway. Okay. So like why even put it on right. at that point? Fair enough. That's what I was – so like if I'm up, if I put a lot on and I can add to the flavor of it – that to me that works. Right. But then that uses a bunch of calories for the day. And if I'm trying to account for all my calories in a, a, a I don't say a better way, but I guess a better way. If I'm trying to make my calories work for me in a better way. Right. Then there's no need for me for that cheese. Yeah, like, I don't feel enough. like I'm missing anything okay. by it be gone. By it being gone, I, I still eat cheese. Don't get me wrong. For Good. anybody listening, I still eat cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> but uh, for a day like that, I won't, and then I'll have more for later to be able to. Correct. Then, then I'll have that slice of pizza that I wasn't ex- that I didn't yep. expect. Or- and I, I found that works for me too. I tend to have a little bit lower calorie things on the front half of the day, and then whatever may surprise me come dinner doesn't throw me off. So that happened to me this week. I forgot that we had a a party. The actually the bar that we met at, they had a a, a get together, and there was pizza, and I had eaten terribly earlier ice cream (laughs) earlier in the day and i had uh my niece was in town so i picked her up from the airport and we went to leopold's here in savannah if you've never been to leopold's do yourself a favor their ice cream is so good i never thought ice cream like ice cream was ice cream i'm like it's all delicious no (laughs) leopold's ice cream is like yeah, see, not, I thought it was very good, but I came down from Jersey prior to, to here. That was the last place I was stationed before getting stationed in Savannah. And the, the soft serve and the, the million ways they do ice cream up there, I top notch. I, soft serve compares. is good. But for scooped, hand scooped ice cream, Leopold's yeah. is yep. there, it's world class. Like literally, it's so good. But anyway, I did an ice cream sandwich from Leopold's. Good. That was like 800 calories. <laughs> <laughs> and I had eaten that. Already in the day. Right. And so when we were there, I was like, oh, well, today's shot. And I just kind of <laughs> let it go. But still, I only went over, like, I went over for the day about 500 calories yeah. or so. Again, so you just ate at maintenance for Basically, the day. Basically, yeah. Right. So, so you had a good day, celebrated with friends, had some time out on the town, and you gained no weight. Yeah. Well, I thought I was going to gain weight. Of course This you week did, did you, not you, feel su- – like I said, this was tough. I feel like it, these past two weeks have been tougher. Right. And this past week just – I don't feel as motivated in all of this. And I just, that's why I've really dived into eating well, but I've had tough days. Of course. It's been tougher. Like, like I said, that, that day I felt like it was miserable. And then when my family party was there and I just wanted to eat the whole time, (laughs) I I just keep seeing all the big tray of mac and cheese. And I'm like, I could eat that whole tray. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get myself not to. What I did do was I had a, Quest bar. I brought a Quest bar with me and left it good, in the truck. Good. Because I would just in case. And so after I had already eaten, I had eaten. Uh, I had mac and cheese, and uh, it was also uh, sloppy Joe or manwich, whatever you want to call it. Nice. Whatever. Yeah. And so what I did do at first was I forewent the roll, and I just threw the sloppy Joe on top of the mac and cheese. So good, by the way. Okay. 
and had a plate like that and felt pretty good. And then I was like, you know, I, I want some more. So I had a, then I got a roll and I did right. some more. But I didn't do any more mac and cheese because the mac I did the calorie counting or the partaking and mac and cheese is brutal. <laughs> so I only did the sloppy joe with a roll and I had another one. And then I felt okay. And then a little bit while later, I was like, I could eat again. And I just feel like I can eat again. So I went out and got the Quest Bar, yep. and I ate the Quest Bar, and then I was good. golden. All right, I was good. I didn't feel like You're I was just missing go that semi sweet fix I to, had to top everything cake. off. Yeah, and still, I'm pretty sure I stayed under calories even for that day. Yeah. So I felt pretty good about it. And th- this is it. It's funny how different people will look at this perspective. Like, oh man, you you're counting calories this whole time. Like that must be miserable. Well, okay, that's one way to look at it. But on the other hand. The calories kept you to somewhat of a goal. You still got to eat all of the foods that you wanted to eat, mm-hmm. just maybe not all of the food that was there in that moment. So that brings me to something else I wanted to talk to you about today. And as I was there with family, we're all talking, I've been talking a lot about the podcast. Yeah. And they're all actually just started using a, a calorie uh, counting app. Yeah. I think they're using the same one we are, the, the MyFitnessPal. My yep. And we've just, we're talking about it, and all the women in my life seem to really struggle with their calories. I was like, oh, this is easy. This is only 700 calories. And they're like, that's most of my day. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean that's most of your day? I was so confused. And even for them, are they, like, is it harder for women to eat appropriately? Is it, like, I feel, I felt so, like... I've been trying to talk with my wife, and now that I'm doing this, and she's always, she, for years, she's tried to get me, there before she's tried to get me when she's been on the train to, to paying attention to my calorie right. intake and stuff like that. And I was always the guy who thought, you're crazy if you're counting calories, because that's just <laughs> ridiculous. Just don't eat bad, you'll be fine. Obviously, I was wrong. <laughs> um, now I'm doing it. And oh, there's something to this. Try, yeah. And I'm trying to get her back on the track, because... Right about doing it so she's starting again now to count calories and or account for her calories right and we are trying to do a little bit more together and she has like 900 calories less a day than i do and that's a lot that's a lot it's like 900 so like i feel bad (laughs) for like i'm like oh cool this fits i can eat this and this and yeah shut up (laughs) and so that's why like the tuna we made the I've been trying to really push her, saying that she needs to eat more protein. So she's been Correct. making an effort to try to increase so if, her protein. So if you looked at because she just says she's always hungry, right? And so I, have you looked at her calorie and macro breakdown when she tracks I, her food? Not really. So that's that's what's telling. If she is tracking consistently, you can look in there and be like, oh shit, you're taking half the protein you need just to be healthy right so now. So what is a so we have me set at two hundred grams of protein. Yeah. What is a good marker for a woman? I. I or is that different bending on the person? No, no, it's going to be basically the same because your your calories and, and macro needs are going to be run via overall weight because that overall weight needs to be supported, starved, or added to. Like those are your three options, you know? Um, yeah. And like that doesn't really change much. Where, where it goes in changing and where somebody who is experienced with, you know, changing up people's calculations based on who they are is determining how much lean body mass somebody has or their age or females will, and I'm sorry to say it, ladies, but via science will lose fat slower than than males on a similar um, diet because of the lack of testosterone, which supports calorie partitioning or what your body decides to do with calories that come in. 
um, and it helps support lean body mass more. So I have said to them, and maybe I'm wrong, I've been telling them, or been talking about this, is that if they start doing the resistance training and start building up some sort of, some more muscle mass, that that would help with all of that. Is that the, true? Yeah, the, the calorie burn from added muscle mass is often overstated sure you're going to burn more calories and more muscle you have yeah but you're going to find that these women that you're giving that advice to they're wanting to lose weight or body fat they they really mean they just don't yeah. realize they mean that yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and i'm not saying women don't realize that most people don't realize that um so the building of muscle while you're on a calorie deficit is not as efficient as it is when you're in a calorie surplus so remember i've told you that beginning trainees or trainees that have been built up before, but I've spent a long time not built up. Those two factions or demographics will be able to build some muscle while they burn body fat. But the fat burning is the fastest process. The muscle building is always, always, always the slowest process. It takes time. So if you're trying to focus on that on the front end, you're going to find it being a slower process as opposed to getting in a, in a modest calorie deficit and being consistent and training hard. But the resistance training is huge because whether or not you're building a good amount of muscle, you are creating small architectural changes to the body. You're densening up bone, you're you know thickening up connective tissue, you're you know making muscles stronger, tearing them down. They need to be rebuilt. So you end up boosting your metabolism by resistance training. Period. So, what advice then? Because I feel like I don't want to say handcuffed, but I feel like at a point where I just don't know how to help my wife, like right. where she says that she's just hungry all the time. And in order to keep under her calories of what it's, so what would you say? I guess, I guess, let me ask it this way. What is a good calorie point for, for a female? It, it differs just as much as it does with men. Yeah. It's a big jump. So there's, there are, are hard and fast calculations as starting points. So for somebody who is not, drastically overweight you're within like uh you're not obese you just have excess body fat you can multiply your body weight by 10 and try that in calories that's an okay starting point to then go from and be like all right well let's do this consistently for a few weeks to a month and see what needs to change and then you track intake and then you know exactly what your body is starting to get um you need 0.85 times your body weight in protein grams um, cause I've seen studies for anywhere from like 1.6 to two times your, your body weight in kilograms. So the studies go both ways, whether it's pounds or kilograms, it gets real confusing. Um, but both of those calculations will put you in just a good starting point and let's see where you're at. Now, again, I change that based off of somebody's training, um, history based off of their lean body mass and number of other things. So if somebody really wants to do it themselves, those are good points to start track and see what needs to change once you have data. But too many people want to change something after one, maybe two weeks. They're like, well, this isn't working. I'll do something else. Well, all right, hold on. Yeah. What else can we change slightly in this scenario to maybe make it uh, an educated change at that point? What things then, if she has a decent calorie set, I'm not sure what her what it's set at. She right. did. It's, again, it's through MyFitnessPal. What are things that she can do then to not... Because she says she feels hungry all the right. time. Right. She's going to need to. So, or is she just going to have I, to I like can, suck it up and deal with it? No. I, I can guarantee you she's not getting enough protein. She's not getting enough fiber. And she might not be getting enough water intake, fluid intake as, as well. All things that will help curb hunger. 
so the fiber or not fiber the protein you said it's point point eight five times pound, your body weight times yep. body weight so okay so that's how much protein that, so an average I don't even know what what yeah okay so point eight five so we'll figure it out so there's there a range is that like one hundred fifty because that's Point, is that what I'm on? 2.85? Is, is no. that what 200 grams is? No. No, like I said, I, I do a lot of my own calculations when it comes to stuff. So I'm giving very generalized advice for the gen, the general public at this Got point. You. Okay. So you are at 1, 3, 2, times 0.85. That, that would only be 112 grams of protein for you. So that's that's bare minimum for health is what I'm saying here. So for somebody who has a hard time already getting protein in, Sometimes I have to give so people bare minimum. So she's pushing 150. Minimum. She's probably really good. Oh, 150 no. 150 grams. I'm sorry. I ran numbers for a 134-pound person, not a 230. So, so no. For you, it'd be 197 grams of protein. So right around 200. Yeah. yeah. So it's right around there. So, Okay. I don't know what my wife weighs either, so I'm not right. About and to, we're not going to broadcast that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not about to put that no. up on podcast. <laughs> I enjoy being married. I would like to remain married. <laughs> I feel like that's a real fast way to end my marriage. That could very well yeah, be. Yeah. yeah. But all right, I just wanted to get an idea so people can get an idea. So if you're struggling with feeling hungry and you're trying to stay under the calories, first off, if they tell you 1,200 calories, unless you're like four foot two, don't do that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I, I feel like women get thrown out that number often, and it's ridiculous. We've it's not about very often, yeah, that. we have, that I even assign a female 1,200 calories. It's just not necessary. Yeah. So, if you're, but if you are still feeling hungry, that's one of the things I felt like I changed early is that increasing that protein mm-hmm. has really helped me. And, and the fiber, too. Like maintain have, have veggies and even dip in ranch a little bit for, for your snack. Have fruit for a snack. Everybody's run away from from fruit and veggies for snacks. They the only snack food they think of is junk food, and you know that might that's fine for some, but for those who are really looking to feel better and, and create that that change, it's time to put in more fruit and veggies and and increase that protein intake. The problem that she's also had too is she doesn't like the Quest bars. Like I like I okay. really enjoy the Quest bars. Right. She's eaten a couple because she's trying to make it work. Yeah. But it's not enjoyable for her to eat them in the same way that it is for me. Right. So she, I feel like it's more satisfying for me. It's again, that mental side of it. It's more satisfying for me because I actually enjoy them. So I don't mind eating that. And then I'm already feeling more satisfied already. Okay. Whereas with her, she eats it and she's like, I'm so hungry. I'm like, well, okay. I get that. Like you, right. just, you didn't. It didn't say she and I wonder the things if she's, that you wanted. Right, and that's what I'm saying. I wonder if she's actually still hungry, or if she's still craving a certain taste or sensation at that point. Yeah, that I don't know. So for for somebody like her, I would probably encourage to again make a two to three scoop protein shake that is gone by the end of the day. But the times that you sit and drink it, have a little bit of fruit and have half of a dark chocolate bar or something like that. Like fit in the shit that you legitimately she enjoy does like eating. The fit crunch bars. Okay. So she she will do a fit crunch. That's good. But she eats a fit crunch bar and says that she doesn't feel like it's like enough. Right. And because her calorie intake is so much less than what mine yeah. is, she eats a fit crunch bar and she's like, that's a huge chunk of her calories. It is. It is. Yeah. So that's where she's like, 
it doesn't feel like it makes her not hungry anymore. But So sometimes even intermittent fasting might work for that. If she skips breakfast and gets to have two larger meals in a sitting, then it doesn't feel like that one Fit Crunch Bar took a big chunk out. Like She could sit and have two seven or 800-calorie meals, which is a lot of food in a sitting for most yeah, people. Pretty good chunk. And that's where intermittent fasting kind of helps out a little bit. And you can even do a modified intermittent fasting. It's not quite the same, but you, you make that two-scoop protein shake and sip on that, again, kind of throughout the day, the, the input of that protein will help keep hunger down. And then when you do finally get to sit down for, for those two larger meals, you haven't taken as big of a hit because two scoops of protein is going to be about two, 240, 280 calories at that point. That's what I've been kind of doing with those Quest bars. Yeah. Using that. Because we had talked, you had said about fasting. I don't think I'm ready for the idea no, of that's not fine. eating for a whole day. I just... I get so hungry, like so hungry. And, and that's the point is learning what that hunger is. And that's why I recommend a 24-hour fast to most people. Yeah. Just to do it once. Eat dinner one night and then don't eat dinner until the, that, about that same time the next night. That's it. Drink your black coffee, drink lots of water, stay hydrated, and be productive. Move about. And you're going to find the, the hunger pangs come up for 20, 30 minutes, and then they're gone. How hungry were you really? If you have body fat to lose, your body is not really hungry. It's mostly emotional and hormonal signals that are telling you that you are hungry. And that's, speaking of, I mean, that just reminds me that for, for a lot of women too, they don't realize that that approaching, um, you know, their cycle, they have an increased demand for calories and they are more hungry. And, you know, the body is doing things that require more calories. So oftentimes I'll, I'll actually monitor women's cycles and when they tell me they've either had their period or they're coming up on their period, I'll increase calories by about 100 to 150 calories a day for, for that week when they have the increased need for it. And that helps keep cravings down a little bit. So knowing when to add calories and when not to, to keep you kind of on track, that's, that's important. And that's important for a good coach to know that and not just look at, at somebody who is you know going over calories or struggling like or, well, this is just your problem. You just need to be stronger, be more disciplined. Yeah. It's bullshit. Our bodies are fighting against us at every I turn. Feel like that wasn't the answer. And I was trying to, like, and that's, yeah, that's, I felt like that that wasn't the answer. Like, screw you. Oh, well, too bad. Just right. Suck it up. Buttercup. No, no. There's, like, there's legitimate physiological factors that, that go into that mix. And when you start judging yourself too harshly and getting into cycles of, like, well, why can't I do this? And this isn't fair and, and whatever, like, that increases stress and that increases hunger. Because I feel, like I said, every time I've, I've talked about any of this stuff, and like I said, I, I don't really know much of anything. Everything I know is literally reiterating the things that you have talked <laughs> to me about. And, and they may not even be perfect representations of what we've talked about because it, I interpreted it wrong or differently. Right. But right. everything that I, we've, I, I've been talking a lot, and I've seen get the same reaction from the girls that I talk to, is that they are just always hungry and right. that it's hard to be if they if they cheat with a piece of cake their their day's ruined. Right. Or I could cheat with a piece of cake and it doesn't destroy it doesn't ruin my day. Right. And is it just oh well so that's kind of how it is or do women typically have to be more disciplined than men do? It literally depends on lifestyle and, and the woman. No, there's there's a big variable. There's a lot of variables and, and, and a wide range of, of 
you know, mental and physiological types between males and females. So they're going to find men on, on one side of the street that are going through the exact same struggles. But men can typically eat a little bit more. They typically are a little bit heavier, a little bit bigger. So they're going to have more calories, period. Um, and It is not lost to me, by the way, that this is two dudes talking about women's struggles. That right. is not lost to me at all. So if there's a girl out there and you have an opinion on it, please share it. I'm gen- This is yeah. a genuine question that I, yeah. I'm... Well, I want to know because I I talk about this stuff with people and I'm now getting excited and into it and it it just seems I know there's girls that have su- have succeeded. Oh, there's there's tons of women yeah. who have succeeded. Yeah, there's it's um, both sides of the fence. So <laughs> that's why I kind of want to know what did what worked for you. What did you do that that got you over those hurdles, right. those things? Genuinely. We, I would love to know, and I'm sure there's lots of other people that would love to know what that is. So, like I said, it's not lost on me the fact that it's two dudes trying right, to talk about. Not. Of course the, not. And and mine is only coming thing. from a place of, of working with women and what I have learned through that process as yeah. well. I know nothing about women. I've been married <laughs> for almost 10 years. I still know nothing about women. So what you got is more than what I've got. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So recapping a little bit. We talked about uh, I summoned some home workouts. I kind of recommend that so far that if you're really intimidated by the gym, do some stuff at home. Yeah. It, it at least gets you the idea of like working and it'll, using it'll those build muscles. some confidence yeah. and get you set up for it. Yeah. If you're just really, and it's really way against it. easier to fit it in your life if you do it at home. I've come to kind of enjoy that you can do almost anything with these fitness yep. bands. And, yeah. and as long as you're staying motivated, because a lot of people, though, at home, they're, they'll just stick with a Netflix and the couch, and you literally could be working out in front of the TV. Yeah. I don't, it's 15 I've, minutes. Knock it out. I haven't watched a whole lot of TV just in general. I mean, unless you count Paw Patrol and I mean, uh, I, I count it as something to, to look at, but... That's the TV that I get to watch okay. if I ever okay. watch TV. And that's just more spent time with my kids than right. it is watching just TV. Tape but. an iPad around your neck. <laughs> so they look right at my your face. face. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's the only way they actually would pay attention. <laughs> um, not true. But we do other things than watch TV in case anybody is curious. But <laughs> those are the only times that I ever, ever sit down and watch TV. Right, right. And they want to watch something and I sit with them. But. I don't really get to watch a whole lot of TV, so the Netflix thing. So, but I had to fit it in. I, I sit at a computer a lot, right? And I'm also, I say I don't watch a lot of TV, but I watch a lot of YouTube, um, and so I can actually work out and have a YouTube running you could. on the computer. Yeah. I can That's even it. just knock it out quicker and do parts. What I liked also about being at home, it's kind of the same thing. I've lived in an apartment complex before mm-hmm. where the washer and dryer was like downstairs or you had to go yeah. to a laundromat because they didn't have one same kind of deal where you're not in your own home while doing laundry right and if you have to go somewhere yeah you can knock out a lot more of it faster but you're that's what you're dedicated to at that right. point so if i go to the gym i'm dedicated you're there for to just the 30 gym. 45 minutes yeah. yeah and i'm dedicated to that where if i'm doing it at home Something comes up or my son's even here and then he asks me for milk. I can take a break and go get him his milk and do like still do things like that. Or my wife asks me a question or where something is and I can go get it in the middle of the workout and break up and take a a pause. So I'm still in this world of my home life. Yeah. And and I think we can reiterate because I I had somebody ask me just a couple days ago about that, that same thing. You don't have to do your whole workout in one sitting. For a lot of people, that works out great because they can go be in a spot, get it knocked out 
um, work out hard and be done with it. But as long as each set you're doing is pushed hard enough within your one to three reps-ish of, of failure, then each set has done something towards telling the body, we need to adapt to the stress, we need to change. And then it's about the overall volume and intensity you do through all the sets. That counts more than having it just done in one sitting. Does doing it all in one sitting, I wanted to ask you this too because I was there. Does doing it all in one sitting help more with the cardio? Because I feel like my, my heart rate gets pumping yes. more because of that. So yes. is that more of a cardio d- d- thing? It is. It is because you'll, you'll be able to work out for a longer time in a shorter, uh, in a shorter period of time. So more more. Without a break, yes. You're, you're working out for a longer period of time in a sitting without a break. So your rest periods don't fully, they might not fully get your heart right back down the baseline. And by the time it does, you're already getting ready to, to ramp your heart back mm-hmm. up a little bit too. So you'll get a little bit of a better cardiorespiratory response to that. If you do the workout at once. But do you get a better muscle response by doing with bigger breaks? Yes, because think about it from the aspect of when you're there, you're managing fatigue. So your next set, you if had you given it an extra 5, 10, 15 minutes of rest, you're coming into that set more fresh. You can push harder through that whole set. So each set you're doing, you're getting more quality for that. And and if you think back to uh, a couple episodes ago, we, we talked about how you don't burn that many calories from actual exercise. Yeah. So you're not there for the calorie burn. You're not there for the, the you know, slightly more cardio benefit from that. You're there to make sure every set counts to change the body so that everything else you're doing diet-wise is that much more effective. So what I'm hearing you say is do one set and then take an hour and then do <laughs> And just all day workout as well. Yeah, it's a 12-hour workout. Perfect. Nailed it. Nailed Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, quick three little tidbits. We do this at the end. I always put you on the spot. Three little tidbits of something we can do to help maintain. Um, I feel like what for for women, the women that you worked with, what are three quick tidbits that you can give to try and help stay under that calorie and do things to set themselves up for success? And it's gonna be. It's funny thing is, it's the same thing for for females and males. It's up that protein intake, up your fiber intake. And uh, up your your fluid intake. Those they, it. Everybody wants to differentiate between males and females, but it really comes down to to the basics. And then you get more complex once the basics are mastered. So pay attention to protein. Pay attention to your fiber intake. Eat more fruits and veggies. Sugar is not the devil, especially from fruit. And uh, increase fluid intake. Point eight five times your body weight times in grams your body of protein weight for grams of protein. Yep. All right. I think that's a good that's a good place to be at. Guys, thank you so much again for listening to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. I am officially down almost what a little over 13 pounds mm-hmm. now. So doing well. Excited. If you guys are going on a journey yourself, I hope you're doing well in your journey. Uh, let us know. We have a Facebook page now. You can find Finding My Fit at 40 on Facebook. Shoot us a message, just say hey or uh If there's any girls out there, please give us your tips and tricks and things that you've done to be successful. I really want to know because there's, it seems like I have a lot of women in my life that could use that information and they want to know what has been successful. And so if we can pass anything along, that'd be awesome. So absolutely. I don't know everything. I mean, that's (laughs) fair. (laughs) 
<laughs> Most things, Mike, let's say. I appreciate that. <laughs> like we said, we are here to help you guys as much as we Absolutely. can. Hopefully you take something out of this. Thank you again for listening. And we will catch you again next week for uh, Mike and Victor. Peace out. Peace out.